fighting, hatred, fear. Had enough of the noise? Health Radio, and thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Dr. Henry Ely, and each show we begin with gratitude, right? So thank you to you for sharing Energetic Health Radio and all the work I'm doing, writing on the America Out Loud Network. Thank you for all of your support. I got to tell you, it really means the world to me. I'm so grateful for you. If you're ready for another great show, so am I. So let's go to work here, right? Question of the day does the original medicine, the indigenous medicine, the natural medicine, the medicine they try to call alternative when it really it's the original still exist? And more importantly, does it work? Well, I got news for you. Only the truth ever gets censored. And the only medicine that ever gets attacked is the one that works. Yeah, we have a history on this, right? The Rockefellers in the early 1900s, and they had to get all of us natural folks who were keepers of this wisdom out of the picture. Well, they almost succeeded, but they failed. And that's great for all of us. Something I tell my patients when they sit down with me for the first time is I tell them, my job is to become obsolete in your life. I'm not here for you to be a lifelong customer of me. The word doctor means dossier. It comes from the Latin root dossier. It means to teach. My job is to teach you and educate you how to take care of yourself. So I become unnecessary. Now, we have two great healers, two great people that believe in this ancient wisdom and philosophy today. Anna Forrest, my teacher. I'm so privileged and honored to bring her on to my radio show. She has done so much for me throughout my life. I've seen her do amazing things for thousands and thousands of people out there. She is everything that a healer should be. She's an inspiration. She is the founder of the uh, Forest Yoga. She's been helping people for over 45 years, and she's internationally recognized as a pioneer in yoga and emotional healing. She learned how to heal by healing herself, healing herself from abuse and addictions and the helplessness that surrounds them and the all the ongoing suffering from chronic injuries and things that hold us back from the greatest expression of who we are all of it folks she helps people learn how to do for themselves what a great great skill to have the rest of your life right from someone like anna forrest and with her jose calarco musician medicine man Uh, director of Descendants or Aboriginal Dance Theater, who brings ceremony to this whole process and of such a brilliant, sparkly, bright light to it so that you feel good while you're healing because those two things are one and the same. He incorporates music and dance and ancient healing techniques and all of these wonderful First Nation philosophies that we can open ourselves up to. It's not hocus pocus. It's not something that's challenging our faiths if we have a different faith. 
when we get down to the purity of it, it all comes from the same source, that same source of goodness and love, of sharing what we have experienced that we found and overcome to help bring joy into our lives, sharing with you that you have the potential to create this for yourself and that the keepers of the wisdom will help you get there. Folks, it's my privilege to have them on today. We're all renowned healers and sharing their experiences having worked with people injured by the shots sharing their experiences, what it takes to endeavor and do something as great as the joy of healing. And we're going to be right back with them right after these messages. Energetic Health Radio is sponsored by the Energetic Health Institute, an amazing school for amazing people just like you. Remember that sickness is slavery, but health is freedom. So if you're ready to take control of your health and rediscover true freedom at EHI will help you tap into the power you already possess. Heal what hurts as you learn organic, evidence-based nutrition, botanical medicine, Eastern energetics, Western science, and so much more. Learn what every doctor should know. Learn from people who really care and love what you'll learn for a lifetime. Go to energetichealthinstitute.org and bring the joy of energetic health into your life. We'll be right back after these messages with more Energetic Health Radio and Ana and Jose. Our invincible American spirit drives the most audacious experiment in the history of self-government. America Out Loud celebrates the American spirit every minute of every day. AmericaOutloud.com Liberty and justice for all. All right, welcome back everyone. Uh, Today we are joined by two very special people, two incredible world-renowned healers, two people with a deep compassion for humanity and uh, deep wisdom for healing. I am so thrilled. I got to pinch myself. My teacher, Anna Forrest, is on with us, and I am just geeking out right now. And of course, with her is her fantastic, loving husband, Jose. Uh, Folks, thank you so much for being here. How are you both doing today? Yeah, we're doing doing fantastic. It's raining here on Orcas Island, so... We have a day of yoga, eating, and meals ahead of us. Uh, well, we consider the rain a blessing. It's like our well fills up, the trees get happy, the deer can get water easily. Like we love the rain. Like when we go out in the rain, it's like a it's like a blessing to have it touch the skin Maybe. instead of flinching away from it. Right. I'm always reminded of Bob Marley's quote. Some people feel the rain, others just get wet, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Y'all feel the rain. Well, let's, let's get in because I, I, I have to share with the audience the amazing work that you both are doing. And yes, is it, is it unconventional? Absolutely. And thank God for that, right? That there is unconventional, that there are unconventional healers out there that don't need the permission of the modern medical establishment to do what they are called to do. There's so many ways that we can heal. It's not always in a pill. It's not always in a hospital. 
Sometimes it's getting and working with people who really care and can show you new ways of seeing the world and interacting with the world. So Anna, I'm going to start with you. Your life's work now has been spanned 45 years, just a tremendous career, so many accomplishments. You've been working with people um, who've really experienced some intense physical and psychological traumas. And I, I'm one of them. That's why I'm your student, you know. And the thing that's so amazing about your work is you've been helping them heal profoundly, you know, fully. What do you do to help people who are in need of healing? And what drew you into your life's work? I have to go to pre-human to answer that. Mm -hmm. So what I thought my life work was when I was younger, like from about five years old till 18, was to be a horse trainer and healer. That's what drew me. And so I was helping the vets and the owner of the stables and all that at a very early age to clean up pus balls and rips and sewing up the tears and horses and lancing all sorts of nasty green pussy things. And so I was deeply involved up to my elbows in healing horses. Mm -hmm. And at a certain point after I had begun yoga as a teenager, I realized this was a huge realization for me. I realized that the animal world, the animals that I absolutely loved, were mostly injured or made neurotic by the humans. Mm. And that if I really wanted to make a difference, instead of keep fixing the result of the problem, which was the insanity and the horses, I needed to go to the humans. Mm -hmm. And this was a, a big turning point in my life because it was a time that I was also drowning in alcohol and smoking cigarettes all day and you know it's just it was a big shift for me and so I made the jump into the yoga world of selling my horse moving out of the horse world and going sober and vegetarian and taking a residential teacher training course and that was in 1975 mm. and from there I began to learn how to cultivate care but it wasn't until, let me back up a little. It's like in the yoga room, when I started to teach, I began to learn how to care for people, how to really deeply care what's going on. And I began to see the same soul scarring that the animals had, that the people had. And that got my compassion going and also got my curiosity going because the horses taught me a lot more than I thought I knew so far as, as communication that wasn't verbal. Mm. And so I brought that forward to begin to reach into people and to use the poses to access the, the parts of their body that had gotten twisted from their life experiences and traumas. So whether it was a car wreck or rape, there's a lot of twisting and scar tissue and emotional, mental decisions that come out of that that are also twisted. Right. And so that my that's where I began is learning what I learned from the horses and applying it to the people and recognizing that I could care for people. It was my students that actually taught me how to love. And that wow. was a very big vision quest for me because I 
had been hearing about love my whole life and it's like, yeah, yeah, that's la la nonsense, you know, romantic nonsense. And at a certain point, this was another one of my quests is I decided to find out what is love. And I had to actually grow the neuroreceptors for love because I didn't have any. So that was part of my animal yoga medicine as in the Native American ceremonial ways that brought me into who I am growing into now because this evolution process, part of what inspires me to keep going is to continue to evolve. I think it's the sexiest thing ever is to take responsibility <laughs> for my own evolution. Amen. Well, there's some things that you said in there that I really love that you're, you're, you're talking about. I had to learn how to love and, and that my students taught me how to love. I was just working with my students last week, teaching them about neurosynaptic plasticity and how we have this thing in our head where we think we're going to say the most important thing that's ever been said and a person's going to get it and a light bulb is going to go on in that moment. And I was like, that's the most ridiculous thing in the world. The person doesn't have the structures in their brain to comprehend that. Now, if you work with them and have compassion over time, they will develop those structures and they will come to understand but they can't until you, like you said, apply that compassion to the process, that patience and that compassion and that presence. That's what drew me to you when I was broken. You know, it's like, I was like, here's somebody who's not going to allow me to stay in my own SH, you know what, but I am, but she is going to care about me and help me get out of it. Right. And it takes that person that's going to be there and present. Oh my God. I'm, this is fantastic. Um, Jose, I got to ask you the same question because you came at this from, I think, a little bit different angle, but it seems like the same kind of reality, you know, with your life's work spanning now 35 years, right? I mean, we're talking with experienced healers, folks. These are the people you don't yeah. necessarily get to talk to every day. You've been working with people. They have intense physical and psychological traumas as well. Absolutely. Helping heal. So what, what, have well, you, what have you done to help these people heal and, and what drew you into your life's work? Well, my life story begins as a, uh, a rock and roller, a singer in <laughs> Australia, and I began having uh, paranormal experiences, mind-blowing paranormal experiences, which the establishment could not, uh, I, I couldn't take my questions or what, what's happening to me to anyone from the establishment. Mm -hmm. So I began to see psychics, and other healers, what is happening to me? I am experience, experiencing extraordinary things. And this inevitably led me to the Aboriginal people of Australia, which is the world's oldest living culture, which dates back 60,000 years. Now, 60, for the last 60,000 years, my people had not used pharmaceuticals or conventional medicine. Mm -hmm. We used song herbs, exercise. We had a whole bunch of things which we call walkabout to cure the human soul. And then I spent the next 30 years with the world's oldest living culture, learning how they survived for such a long time. And ultimately, we all understand that health is in our hands, in our own hands. No doctor, no scientist, no no naturopath, no supplement. It's all garbage. You know, the human body 
is a complete thing. The body needs to move. The mind needs to be stilled. The emotions need expression and the spirit needs nurturing. So I've spent 30 years in the shamanic fields and we don't look at the, 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 we look at the cause, not just the uh, external symptom. So ultimately I met Anna Forrest in an elevator in Sydney. <laughs> I was asked actually to do a ceremony. Someone said, oh, there's this woman called Anna Forrest coming to our yoga school. Jose, could you please give her a shamanic Aboriginal ceremony? I said, right. yeah, sure, no, no problem. And we met in the elevator. And as they say, the rest is history. So all my knowledge of the 30 to 35 years as a spiritual healer, and my involvement with Aboriginal people just got transferred to forest yoga. I was also an avid vegan. So diet was also a huge part of what I brought to forest yoga. So we are now treating the body, mind, emotions, and spirit with tailor-made ceremonies. Beautiful. You know, it's it's like that was meant to happen, of course, obviously, right? Such a such a great thing, and and the preparation that goes into it to, to get to that moment where you two meet, and then the synergy takes off. I I was talking with a doctor last year, and we were laughing because we were like, you know, the best medicines are free. Every indigenous people has have proven this. You know, what when when is the immune system most active? When we sleep. Well, that's free. You know, what do you need? to keep yourself really healthy. Well, you need to move your body and we best do that in the sunlight. Well, there's your vitamin D, right? The thing, very thing that's helped people stave off, you know, severe COVID infections, right? Yes. You know, and then we say, well, you know, what does every indigenous culture do? They do fasting periods, right? Well, the yes. body is designed to heal. It gets into the autophagosomic response. Now, you know, we can talk about these big words, but these cultures had already figured this out, you know, and then what else do you need? You need clean water, right? All the best stuff is is free. And that's there's your medicine right there if you just let it be what it's designed to do. And then, I don't know, sprinkle in a little bit of rhythm, sprinkle in a little bit of storytelling, feel good about dancing. each other, dance, hugs. Yeah. There's, there's another one that needs to be added in there yeah. which is breath breath because thank you, you are dead meat in 10 minutes without breath <laughs> dead meat without breath dead you gotta meat. breathe folks Anna, gotta I, got, breathe. I gotta so, tell you yeah, so like, yeah the indigenous people taught me that uh you know they've been uh, coexisting with nature for sixty thousand years and science must never forget this that nature is the master and science yes. is the student. Amen, brother, 100%. Uh -huh. So, so you know, I got to ask, you know, because we, we're, we're coming from two really interesting angles. We're coming from a, a yogic field, and then we're coming from an indigenous musical dietary field. Dancing ceremonial Dancing field. Dancing cer ceremonial field. You know, how has your work evolved together over the last eight years? Oh, my God. Oh, it's just <laughs> in such such amazing ways. Well, I was bringing ceremony as I learned it off of the mountain and finding out and experimenting with how do I teach people how to use these extraordinary First Nation people tools, life tools mm -hmm. right. on the map. Right. So I started learning how to teach people how to set their intent. Mm -hmm. And it might just be like my low back hurts. I'm going to work on my low back. 
mm-hmm. you know, or my brain's going crazy. I'm going to work on my brain or mm-hmm. my heart's broken. I'm going to do something about that. And then to use the arena of being on the mat and in the class mm-hmm. as the place to vision quest for mm-hmm. healing, for insight, for wisdom. Mm-hmm. And so that's a really important thing that I want to get across to people that are listening here is that what we are teaching is life skills for your optimum health, which includes and is really essential of connecting to your spirit. Amen. Because what we have seen is a disconnect to spirit. Like there's a, there's a planetary sickness of a, being bereft of spirit. Let's call this the despiritualization of the human race. And that's as it's been accelerated since 2020. Yeah. Amen. So let, let's let's move over into that because you know clearly you all are, are steeped in the in, in what some would call the old ways, right? I would call it the best ways, right? The yes. connection in nature. We were just talking in, in a master class I was teaching before this interview about does earthing work? I'm like, well, you tell me, take off your shoes and go stand on mother earth and tell me how you feel. Do you feel better or worse? Right? <laughs> because there's your, there's your proof, right? The, the, so when we look at this, um, when, when we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago too, you know, your experience is working with people injured by these experimental gene therapies. I can't even call them vaccines or gene therapies, right? Um, we, we know that they now reverse transcribe into the DNA. We know that they alter DNA. We know this now. They're definitely mutagenic. Study came out from Lund University confirming that. What have you noticed, though, in the affect of people? And what challenges have you seen in working with them to overcome an injury that they might not even realize they have? What have you seen? Oh, boy. There's a lot that we've seen. One is that there's a basic disconnect from their own innate intelligence. Mm. Their own kinesthetic wisdom has been disconnected, which is what drugs do. I mean, especially like pain meds, for example, is they disconnect. They don't heal your pain. They disconnect you from your pain so you can live through the next moments. You know, and so this disconnect has created one terrible decision after the other because how do you make good decisions if you're disconnected you do not mm-hmm. you don't make good decisions about your food about your relationships about your work about you or what are you back in the world and i've seen people being more and more manipulated through their altruistic caring heart because they mm-hmm. have lost their discernment of being able to recognize when they are being manipulated and fooled and lied to and when something is true they have lost the ability to hear what's true and feel what's true and since when has the media and government been the source of truth you know i've been an anti-establishment man way back in the 80s as an animal activist indigenous activist and uh we have never got our information from government or the establishment or the corporate sector or the banking sector, which is littered with half-truths and deception. And for some reason, as Anna said, people's innate intelligence and discernment has been cut. That's that's what we see all the time. 
what, what do you both attribute that to? I mean, I, I, it's not only these experimental gene therapies. I know these are playing a big role for the people that, that subjected themselves to an ongoing human experiment. But what do you both see in, in the work you're doing, working with folks? What are you seeing as, as saying, hey, these are the causative factors for why this has occurred, especially over the last two years? Yeah, it's not just the, the gene therapy. It's also the media and government psychological, uh, putting people in a psychological prison. And also, as we said, the despiritualization of people. So people no longer have a sense of any hope. They get up every morning with anxiety and worry. Anna and I, never before have we had so many people coming to us mm-hmm. on the brink of suicide and, and total God. loss of hope. And, of course, the government, the establishment, the banking sector, or we just call it one, the establishment, there's no doubt that there's been a premeditated campaign here. Correct. And... Uh, you can see it's the deconstruction of civilization the way it was. And it's been a controlled demolition. And it's been imprinted over and over and over again. So one of the things that I've learned as a healer of, of trauma is that the media, the, the magazines, the all of this stuff, the news is constantly inundating our people with fear and with misinformation and out and out lies. Mm -hmm. And this is, this really disturbs our people at a very deep level because some part of them must know that they don't know what's going on, which is a really uncomfortable position. And so what do they do instead of going on a hunt for what's true, what feels true, what works, what works they go on a going oblivious pathway, whether it's through drugs or alcohol or, or you know, watching TikTok for hours on end or whatever people do to zone out. And in fact, what our work is about is making a call to the people. It's like tune in, zone in, grab a hold of your health, grab a hold of the tools that we're teaching you so you can connect to your spirit and evolve during this time because we are in one of the most challenging times of humanity and we need to have all of our neuroreceptors on alert to make the very best decisions for ourselves and for the ones we love there's nothing worse there is nothing worse when the government gets involved in good causes like environment racism human rights health science you know people actually believe government that it's for our own good but you know, we all know it's all about control. And in forest yoga, uh, not only is it a physical practice, we also have dietary uh, advice that that we strongly suggest, but we also try to get people to think critically and open their heart and connect to spirit because the spirit cannot be manipulated the heart cannot be manipulated, but the mind is totally controlled. And this is what we're seeing. You know, we work with vaxxed people and non-vaxxed people. We do not discriminate here. We are out to help and restore the shattered state of humanity. And, and we don't care if you're vaxxed or unvaxxed. 
What we do care about is the media and government with this mind control business. Amen. This is well said. We have one more question. I'm going to move it to the next segment because we're going to we're going to talk about solutions. And I got an idea for something when we come back on right after these messages, folks. So just stay tuned. We got more with uh, Anna Forrest and Jose. Jose, you're going to have to pronounce your name for me again because I, I can feel myself about to blow Polanco, right? It's a difficult it's, one. It's a tongue twister. Yeah, but we're going to move from we're going to move from this. But I'm going to I'm going to take the position when we come back after break of being that person that has gotten the shot. I haven't just so everybody listening knows I haven't and won't. But I'm going to pretend that I have and then I'm checked out and I wanted you to take me through what your recommendations you would give to me, what you would ask of me to do to help be a part of my own rescue from this disconnection that we've discussed. We'll be right back with more Energetic Health Radio right after these messages. Folks, emergencies don't last for years. From the outset, the CDC repeatedly violated federal laws to hyperinflate COVID data and defraud the American people. What's worse is the Health and Human Services Department erected a structure for Medicare, Medicaid insurance fraud along with it. Now, we've been seeing in Massachusetts and even the CDC has removed 48,000 so-called COVID deaths. Well, you know what that is to me? That's 48,000 admissions of fraud, of the lies that we just were talking about. They lied while the people we love died. They failed while we suffered. They profit while we fight for what's right. If you're tired of this new normal, this stupid great reset, this all this willful misconduct going on and fraud, if you're tired of the corruption, then fight for your freedom. But fight in the way that they don't want you to fight. Fight using love, logic, and light by signing the grand jury petition that can set us free. That's right. We filed it in the Ninth Circuit Court, federal court. We have a grand jury petition sitting there to say, investigate this. It is your duty to do so. Go to covidcon21.com and educate yourself on the alleged crimes that must be brought to justice. Download a free copy of the petitions. You can read the 63-page filing and know that there's over a thousand pages of exhibits supporting it. Download the free frequently asked questions so you can learn about the grand jury system and how to access it where you live, in the state you live, in the local community where you live. Folks, we can't take this sitting down. It's time to stand up. It's time to do what's right. Join the more than 125,000 Americans demanding transparency, integrity, and accountability. This isn't a party issue. This is a freedom issue. Let's do what's right and enjoy the fight. We'll be right back with more Energetic Health Radio right after these messages. In today's world, there's no escaping the headlines filled with warnings about emerging viruses and dangerous superbugs. Genesis is the only technology that safely and effectively obliterates harmful pathogens both on the air and on surfaces. Genesis plus HOCL neutralize these threats to your environment in just seconds. Find out more about this amazing technology at genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud for a 15% discount. With Genesis, you'll be prepared for what's next. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep can be infuriating. Your mind races. You toss and turn, and the harder you try, the harder it is to drift off. And today's digital age makes it even harder. You're not alone with this struggle. Poor sleep affects over 70% of Americans. Even the Centers for Disease Control labeled insufficient sleep a public health epidemic. 
To take back your sleep, Healthy Cell has created REM Sleep, the only sleep supplement made to support all four stages of human sleep with calming herbs, amino acids, and sleep hormone support. Delivered in a patent-pending, pill-free, ultra-absorption microgel formula that tastes great. Fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep deeply, and wake up refreshed with Healthy Cell's REM Sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 20% off your first order. That's HealthyCell.com, H-E-A-L-T-H-Y-C-E-L-L, and use code OUTLOUD for 20% off. All right, welcome back, everyone. Uh, it's time to talk solutions, you know, and, and we're going to do something that I've been wanting to do. I'm really excited about this. It just kind of came up in my head. I was like, this is a perfect way to approach this. Let's pretend that I've gotten the shots. Let's even pretend I got the boosters. Let's pretend I'm the person standing outside by myself in the sunlight wearing two and three masks. That's the person I am, okay? But something in me is saying, Anna, Jose, I want to come and work with you. This doesn't feel good to me. I don't know how to get out of this nightmare that I've trapped myself into. You know, um, you know. Before we get into like what you would actually do if I made that next step, that commitment to working with you both, what advice would you give me to help me escape the prison that I've kind of put myself in? What are some of the easy things that people could do to kind of say, look, it's time to find the exit door? What do you think? Well, well, we can always start on the yoga mat. The yoga mat is always a good start, but people go, oh, I'm not flexible. I'm too fat. I'm too thin. I'm too old, whatever. But you can start somewhere. Mm -hmm. And if you're alive, you can start. Yeah. If you've got a body, you can do something. I need to come to a place like looking at this person that has been triple vaxxed and believes everything they're told and is shutting their breath down, wearing a diaper on their face, all that stuff. I need to come before I can work with them. I need to come to a place where I can work with that person honestly mm -hmm. and with care. Mm -hmm. And I have to come to the place of the different times that I've been fooled okay. and the shame that comes from that. Like that's such a crucial moment right there is to recognize we've been fooled. And mm -hmm. then the shame that comes from that and go through that swamp of shame to start to find out what to do to correct the problem, which is now we've been, we've been got all this stuff in us that our body doesn't know what to do with. And we've been hurt and what to do. Right. So like recognizing like my heart can go t into a tender place and a resourceful place when I see here's someone who is reaching out to us and yet they've been fooled mm -hmm. and how embarrassing that is and how hard to admit. Right. So, so recognizing that and then moving forward and getting them to breathe, getting them to be brave enough to take that toxic infected thing off of their face so they can breathe clean air. Right. Unmask. And, teaching them like you've been wearing this mask for two years now and your brain is oxygen deprived mm -hmm. and therefore your body and your cell tissue cannot process very well so let's correct that now more than likely because you've been wearing this thing you are dehydrated 
which affects your brain. It affects the way that your cells can regenerate and heal. It affects everything. So start drinking water, drinking lemon water, lime water. These are really good detoxers. You want to take mm-hmm. it from yeah. here? Well, we also use uh, pro- uh, activation, a company called Activation Products, uh, Solaris. I don't know if people have heard, but it, it's, it's, it's very popular, as is Oceans Alive. And these are fantastic products to detoxify from heavy metals and all the contaminants in our food, air, and water. But what the yoga is just one part of a, the the humans, humans come in four parts, body, mind, emotion, and spiritual aspects. So we need to look at all four aspects here. So we have the yoga, Anna and I live, we walk the talk, we do what we preach every single day. So we have the yoga, which the body needs to move. I think whether it's walk about in the bush, the body has to move. But also we need the correct dietary advice as well here. And that's what I've bought into forest yoga as a vegan for 35 years, a diet to detoxify as well. So the body needs to move and we need the right nutrition. That's just common sense, but you won't hear that from science and doctors these days because common sense is just gone out the window. Secondly, the mind needs to be still. Now, through meditation and constant inner watchfulness of our neurotic and dysfunctional thinking. So you firstly got to be aware that, you you know, am I allowed to swear? Let's 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 keep that away. Let's swear in spirit. Uh, all, right. <laughs> so. all right, I'll just call it the bully in the mind. But we we had we had another name yeah, for it. But I uh, can imagine it will be censored. <laughs> but yeah, the constant inner watchfulness, the source of thinking, like where is all this neurotic dysfunctional thinking coming from? Where is the source of thinking to dig out the roots of this? foulness, this bully in the mind that continually beats us up. Thirdly, the emotions need expression. Another thing I brought to forest yoga was to reconnect people with the arts, singing, dancing, music, acting, whatever, because the emotions truly need expression. And then fourthly, the spirit The spirit needs nurturing. Another thing I brought to forest yoga was a new type of ceremony. As a piano player, guitar player, drummer, singer, songwriter, artistic director, I made our sculpted our classes with beginning, midpoints, and ending. Where it's like, uh, without trying to sound Christian, it's 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 like coming together in a mass or a spiritual gathering, Mm -hmm. and people walking out of the classroom with renewed hope, renewed understanding. So it's, it's, I learned a lot from the Aboriginal people of 30 years. And as you said earlier, all the good stuff is for free. But, right. but we just don't implement it. Like all the people coming to us with suicide and all these crazy things, they're not implementing what we're saying. Mm. And uh you, you need to actually implement knowledge to make uh, knowledge turn into wisdom. 
So what do we say to this person that's right. that you are standing there and you know that you feel bad and you need to do something? And maybe, maybe you are admitting you've made mistakes, but we're going to just walk right through that, get you breathing deeply. So mm. right now, my dear HL, start breathing mm. deeply because you will listen more deeply. And when you inhale, feel for spreading your ribs sideways. And on exhale, use your belly muscles and pull in so that you get your lungs empty so the next breath can be fresh. So feeling for that deep breath and then taking it into the rest of the practice would be set your intent. What is the most healing intent you can come up with? Maybe you need to wash your brain from whatever fog it's in or help clean up your immune system. That's kind of a tough one. It's, it's a little amorphous. So more like one area, like clear your gut or clear your brain. Mm -hmm. or, I like, I like just relaxing the heart. Like I feel like my heart is in tension, you know, like I just want to focus on relaxing my heart and the, the tissue that surrounds it. Just, everything just feels tight, you know? That's a great thing to work with. So you can start by focusing, putting your breath into your upper back and stretching the bones and the, the muscle tissue open with your inhale. And then on an exhale, you start rinsing the shards of tension out of there. Mm. That's what I love about what you do when you're guiding people through this process, the descriptions of what you're doing, of how to do it, not just from the mechanical, but then like when you said like the rinsing, you know, you get that, that sense of like, I just immediately had like a, there's a shower head right above my heart. Yeah. That's, that's rinsing all of that tension and that negativity right off. And you can feel inside that it's just, it's, it's going down the drain, you know, it's going away. It's, it's, yeah. it, it's, in, you know, this is, you know, I, I, I was, I was struggling with this for a little bit as well. And I'm going to take one more breath here because it felt so good. Hold on. <laughs> Put it in the front this time. Oh yeah, there it is. <laughs> See, I'm going to, I, I have to share this for a second with the audience. So I, I started studying with you, Anna, when I was um, broken and completely broken, heartbroken, um, but just broken as a human. And what was always so impressive to me was that not just the care that you have for every single student that's under, you know, your, your guidance and your direction. And Jose, I feel that exact same thing from you. I can see where this is a powerful combination of people and to have in a room, right? Especially with the synergy of other people around you doing the same thing for themselves, right? There's this wonderful synergy that gets created. Um, my experience was that you could see everybody. My experience was that you could see what hurt us and see where the injury was, whether it was physical or whether it was emotional or whether it was, it was spiritual. You had this gift to go right to it and see, and then not just see it, but help us tap into where we hurt and maybe even some places we didn't know that we hurt and how to have the courage to stay in a pose for a little bit longer and to breathe through that pain so that pain didn't become our limiting factor. It became really our, our transformation into this better version of ourselves. It became the springboard for this, this better existence. You know, I, I remember um, this one day when we were in teacher training and I, I used to always sit right in front, uh, put my mat right in front of you where you demo because, you know, you're just a beautiful practitioner, quite frankly. I mean, the things you can do while you're in a handstand doing all these 
aerial exercises with your legs while teaching people on mats throughout a class just blows my mind every time I think about it. And I would just, and I would just be like, I would, but this one day I came in late to class and I put my mat in the back and you came over and you were talking to me really gently. And I didn't make eye contact with you because I was really ashamed of, of how I was feeling and being late and everything. And you grabbed my face and you said, no, you look at me when you are in my class, you come at me straight. And I needed that toughness right there. And I just burst out crying on the mat. I was like, this is what's going on. she's like, good. Now keep crying and stay in the pose and breathe. <laughs> you know, and it was just this, I, I got what I needed. You know what I mean? There's this beautiful blend of, of love and resiliency and toughness that you bring to the healing process that always, you know, I, I've admired. And I, I wanted to share that with the audience because when you when you don't have that visceral experience, it's easy to dismiss what people that you don't know are saying. And what I want to say to you listening to this is these are two of the most impactful healers in the best sense of what that word means. And they can help you, especially if you are feeling like your heart is tight, like you've lost hope, that there is no reason for you to get out of bed, that you're anxious, that you're contemplating suicide, that you've been through the dregs of what humanity can be, the, the abuses and the assault. Folks, that's not a time to try and figure things out on your own. That's a time to go and work with people who care and have been through that journey, to help you through that journey, especially when there's other people doing it as well. So I, I, I would be remiss if I didn't do this. And, I, and, you know, when I see people out there making the world a better place, and doing something like we've had talks about flying you used to fly all over the world and now you're like i'm not doing that because of all the nonsense right can you both tell the world what you're doing you're about to embark on a tour but can you tell them what you're doing um to bring healing around all throughout the united states what are you doing well correct we are just about to embark on a ten thousand mile road trip around the usa which includes a foundation training, which is 200 hours, and advanced teacher training, which is 70 hours. And then we have a whole bunch of weekend workshops in uh, Iowa, Chicago, uh, Florida. Uh, look at our schedule, Austin, Texas. We, we really are going everywhere this year. Forestyoga.com. Yeah. Or forest.yoga. <laughs> yeah. Amen. So everything we have spoken about, we actually do in the class. Like I said, each class is structured with a beginning, a midpoint, and an end to make a person feel a certain way by the end of the class. This is what ceremony is intended. And using yoga, music, dance, meditation, uh, music healing is also very big in forest yoga these days. That Jose the brings that. The combination of love, music, and touching another person cannot be underestimated. The power of indigenous prayer. Mm -hmm. People can go, oh, new age nonsense. No, it ain't. My people for 60,000 years mm -hmm. have learned how to pray properly, to pray mm -hmm. with the sun, to pray with the moon, all our relations. And when I say all our relations, I don't mean people. I mean the, the mountains, <laughs> the rivers, the forests, mm -hmm. being at one with nature, 
it's been around for such a long time, but all of a sudden people having been de-spiritualized are disconnected from it. Our healing, all natural healing mechanisms were very rich right up until the beginning of the 19th century. Right. And then as soon as the pharmaceutical and establishment started to uh, incorporate uh, traditional, well, we are the traditional medicine. Amen. And now they're calling themselves traditional and us alternative. Right. You know, the Jews on the other foot now. Right. So they disregarded all our indigenous stuff as, uh, you know, like, uh, Invalid. They demonized it. I mean, it was an, it's an outright assault that the Rockefellers That's did. That's the word. Demoni yeah. They demonized all indigenous forms of medicine and, and everything we'd been using for thousands of years. Mm -hmm. And not just our medicine. There's also Chinese, acupuncture, uh, herbalists. Everything was just, oh, that's quackery. Right. We've just got this. The pharmaceutical industry has spoken. Right. Well, the thing that the thing that blows me away about that is is they've convinced us that spraying pesticides that we know break down neurotransmitters do, don't poison the food. They've convinced us that you can put poisons with lengthy side effect profiles in the body, but that we call that medicine. It's it's these greatest lies that have ever been told. And one of my messages that I've been sharing with people, because there is a lot of guilt, right? It's, there's been a lot of buyer's remorse, and there's been a lot of guilt and shame, and that's a hard thing to overcome. I've been grabbing people when I go out and do public talks and, and things like that and saying, listen, it's not your fault. You've been lied to by the greatest liars that have ever lived, the most well-funded liars that have ever lived. This is that you have to give them their due. This is one of the most impressive campaigns. It makes me go, I wonder, I wish they would have done it for good. Could you imagine what they would have done if they would have oh. used this for good? Right. Oh, How incredible God. our world would be like every problem would have been solved in the last two years. Climate change. Bye bye. We plant trees. We clean up the oceans. Right. Everybody we quit spraying you. things in the air. Quit right. seeding oh. the clouds, chemical poison. Yeah. Thank you, please. Right. Because it was, you know, 20 years ago, if you saw if you said that you're you're a crackpot. But now it's like, no, that's what's happening up there. Right. It's it's, you know, folks, we get the world we deserve. And that means I think we have to be willing to fight for that world that we want to create, you know, and that's, but we don't have to fight in the way that they want us to fight with violence and, you know, with hatred and, and condemning people who made a different choice than we did. It can be still with love. Like I, what I heard Jose, you say was that everybody is welcome into your classes, right? Everyone everybody. is welcome. So if, if you've gotten the shot or not, doesn't matter. You're welcome. Right. And and you're not and you're not going to ask them, did you get the shot or not? Right. Oh, no, that's, private. that's all right. private. And it's also, it's also like whatever problems you've got going on, that's what we deal with. That's what so we deal if, with. If you're feeling, if you're feeling uh, disconnected or your brain is foggy or you feel like you got the flu because you've got this shot or just for whatever reason, that's what you're dealing with. I want to bring a different point in here. It's like okay. when we start this process on the map and it's a vision quest, it's also a hero's journey. Like even in our own our own storytellings of our cultures, a hero goes through shame, goes through being helpless, goes through being hurt, maybe beaten, maybe raped, maybe almost dead. And 
continues anyways <laughs> until accessing her or his own wisdom and gets the treasures of her or his own spirit. That's what we're teaching. Mm. It's wow. not going to get easy. We're in the middle of what needs the heroes to step up, and that's us, and that's the people listening. And you can go in any direction. You can start breathing deeply. You can clean up your diet and eat fresh fruit and vegetables. You can stop poisoning yourself with alcohol, drugs, tobacco, and the media. Stop. And the media. And, and the, the media, media and the media, right? Turn off your Facebook, turn off the TV. There's nothing new about what they're doing on there. There's no news there. Yeah. Stop poisoning yeah. your precious mind. Amen. Yeah. How, let me yeah. ask, can I ask a question out of curiosity? How much TV sure. do you both watch a day? No, no, not one minute. <laughs> not one minute. HR, we don't have a TV. We don't even have a TV. <laughs> Amen. See, this is this is this is the brilliance of it all, the simplicity of it all. And that's free too, right? That's even saves money, you know, not having a TV. You know, I I um I I have to say that, you know, when we what's really exciting for me is and I oh well, here's one more question before I get into that, this last little part. Um I don't get the sense that there's gonna be a, any masks being worn in your classes. No, definitely not. 100%. It's actually unsafe. In, yes. a two, in a two and a half hour class, we are really moving. We are really sweating together. And the last thing we wanted, you need to be oxygenated. So we consider them dangerous in yoga. Also, when you exhale, the way that the body's intelligence is set up, it exhales toxicity. Right. It, it moves the gunk out. So if you're catching that gunk in your little face diaper, then you're inhaling that toxicity right back in. Right. And this is, this is not good. It's, it's clearly not, not good. good. Right. So this, this um, is like, this makes me go, I can't wait to take a class. Number one, I'm going to have to track you down when I go do my walk about my drive about the country and make sure we intersect <laughs> at some point. Please. Right. Right. Please. My goodness. I, I, I'm so let's, let's do this again for everybody who's listening. You want help. You want to be around a community of people that have like minds, like hearts that will not judge you, will welcome you in and, and help you take that hero's journey. You all are making heroes. This is exciting for me to hear. You're, you are helping develop heroes, right? Which is what we need right now. So with that in mind, website, how do, how do we find you to know where you're coming? Are you coming somewhere near or, or what's the schedule? How do we find that? Well, forest dot yoga now people still spell forest with one r it's actually forest with two r's mm -hmm. so it's forest dot yoga forest dot yoga and we're going to have this in the show notes for the podcast as well I'll, I'll see if i can just pull this direct link to the calendar and what you're doing i love this tour idea you know i think this is the best way to do it too and you're going to get to meet so many incredible people along the way and they're yeah. going to get get to meet you you're not just flying over the land and everything and which is a beautiful view but you don't get the connection i'm uh oh, yeah. I'm, I'm just i'm super excited here i want to give you both a chance for final thoughts uh we're, we got to close the segment down really quickly but just final thoughts jose from you first final thoughts everything you want is on the other side of fear i, I don't know who who said that but we really need to face the future fearlessly mm -hmm. people are so scared 
and they're just feeding their minds with uh, toxic matter, literal toxic matter. And then, of course, there's the media crap. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we need to get our mind in the right place. And all this involuntary thought uh, and uh, fear is overwhelming most of our students. And we don't need to engage with that thought. We can't stop the thought, but we don't need to engage it. Just look at it and let it pass. Let it it breeze on by like the wind, right? Let it be. Amen. Anna, final thoughts. You know, we're conditioned. And this process that we teach is how to strip the conditioning down so you can begin to find out who are you authentically. Mm how to connect to your spirit and connect to your purpose and being alive at this tumultuous time. One of the issues that come up for people when they think about coming to work with us is like, Oh, I'm not good enough. I'm not this enough. I'm not that enough, which is just your conditioning. We're not making any of those demands on you, but I do ask you to turn it around to trust us enough with all of the decades that we've been doing our work that we can meet you where you're at. That it's our skill that can meet you and give you poses or ways of working that are appropriate for you. Mm-hmm. Instead of, per- of you have to do all these weirdo, weirdo contortions. It's like, no, you don't. We'll find out what you can do, what's within your range of motion, what's within your mental capacity to absorb, because you have to take it in like you take in food. You put it in your mouth, don't gulp it, chew. Chew, taste, savor, and then chew some more, and swallow. Amen. Ana, Jose, thank you so much, not only for the interview, but for what you are doing in our world. I love you both so much, and it's such an honor. It's an honor to know. It's a privilege. I really appreciate this gift. Thank you so much. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brave warrior, for what you do. Amen. Amen. So until next week, I'm Dr. Henry Ely for the Energetic Health Institute and Energetic Health Radio. And I say to you, aloha and adios.